0: We can have that peace, uh, and especially through Christ, He's the one that gives us the peace, right? And and
1: sometimes only through Christ, in my experience, that's the only way I've found peace, and it surpasses all other opportunities to have peace Mm -hmm. is through Christ. Yeah.
2: We are raw and real mothers, sharing our struggles, triumphs, and everything in between. We are all about being authentic and sharing who we are. None of us have it all together.
3: We know how hard motherhood is. We also know how joyful motherhood is.
2: We're here to grow with you.
1: We're here to empower
2: and support each other.
1: As we share our hearts, we become stronger. Our stories bring us together. The mother heart is within every woman. Hi, welcome to the mother heart. We're so excited to be here with all of you. I'm Kylie. We're just going to go around real quick and we'll just all say our names so you can just know who we are. So I'm Kylie. I'm Rachel. Janessa. I, I'm Anna
3: Maria.
1: I'm Rachel. <laughs> I'm Shirley. Awesome. Okay, so today um we are recording our Mother Heart Circle discussion. And this is something we record every month, and we would love for you guys to join in our Facebook uh, group, our Mother Heart Circle group, and share in the comments your thoughts and experiences and what's been on your heart. So to start out, what we're going to do is we're going to take one minute to think about something that's on our heart, and then after that minute, we're going to share one word to represent what's on our heart. And then we will go from there. Just anyone who's ready to share, what word came to your mind?
3: For me, it was patience. I mine was help.
0: Uh, mine was too organization and priorities.
2: Mm. And mine was manifesting or creating. Wow. Mm, they do all kind of fit.
3: What was yours, um, Kylie?
1: So mine was, I had to, uh, peace in Christ and knowing my mission. So let's let's take a minute and we'll think about that, and then um, we're gonna unite those different words in into one statement, and we will discuss that. All right, so we are going to be discussing peace. That is a great one to wrap up everything. So let's just take a minute and we're going to ponder um, what comes to our hearts, what comes to our minds, what thoughts and feelings we have as we, as we think about that word and um, our experiences right now. So, Shirley, would you mind sharing what came to your mind as you th- thought about this?
2: Yeah. So, yes, thinking about how I feel peace when I'm trying to create or manifest the things I truly want in my life. Um, So what I wrote down was um, when I'm trusting God to help me create the things I truly want in my life, it brings me great peace. Just that act alone of getting in touch with my higher desires while discussing it with God and trusting that he will help bring that to pass brings me peace even before it's actually happened. So just practicing trusting God and making a plan for my life just is just very settling for me. And, and then I can just move forward. And when I'm starting to move forward, that's so an analogy was given in the book we just recently read, like God can't steer a ship that's not moving so you've got to get the the ship moving and then God can help steer it so um, as I take steps forward in faith um, trusting that he'll help me then he can help steer steer me in the right direction and that does bring me a lot of peace that whole process when I'm not doing that I just feel it's so much chaos <laughs> yeah. Thank you, but it's, sure. a, it's a proactive thing it, it takes effort and time to do, but it's worth it so peace peace requires some form of action
1: yes, I like that yeah and i I think that's true and and sometimes it's just small small little pieces of action um to open our hearts and open the windows for that peace to enter into our lives. I love that. Okay, Janessa, what was on, what came to your mind?
0: Well, so mine kind of went in a little different direction. Um, So at night, sometimes I have a hard time sleeping. Um, I guess all of my thoughts and the events that have happened throughout the day kind of catch up to me. And usually I pass out and then about two o'clock in the morning, I wake up and I think about maybe a conversation that I had or you know, uh, an event that I went to or whatever and some interactions that I had there and they just start swirling in my head and it's kind of painful, you know, like, um, thinking, oh, I, I hurt this person's feelings because I said this, or I was insensitive. And you know, this conversation, even though at the time I felt like it went really well, um, you know, oh, well, you know, they could have thought this and they could have thought that, right. That kind of that, um, I, I don't know if it's social anxiety or if it's uh, ruminating. I mean, I've heard it called a lot of things, but anyway, it just won't stop. Like it'll go in my head. And, um, and I was talking to a friend recently on a hike. Hikes are great. By the way, nature is great to kind of help clear your mind. Mm -hmm. Um, But she was just saying how that's probably my, um, subconscious mind trying to protect me, right. Trying to protect me from, myself and from, you know, and, and she's like, rather than refuting, those are feelings, real feelings that I'm having, rather than trying to refute them, because it's ends up becoming like a big battle in my brain where I, where I tell myself, no, of course, they didn't think that no, you didn't come across that way. And you know, no, they're not going to hate you forever, or whatever, like, which is what my brain keeps telling me. And then my logical brain's like, no, 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 right, it kind of goes back and forth. Um, she said rather than trying to refute it and push away those feelings and deny them and like, you know, fight with them and have this war, just realize that that's your subconscious trying to protect you and freaking out about it and just treat treat it like a toddler. Like, it's okay. You know, I know you're trying to protect me, but I'm okay. Everything's fine. You know, you are loved and and they love you. And even if they don't, it's okay. Um, and you know, I think in prayer helps when I, when I pray through that, but it helps me, um, feel peace when I do that rather than trying to go at war. Cause you know, sometimes I wake up after hours of feeling attacked and, you know, mm-hmm. I definitely don't feel peace, um and so i think that just accepting those feelings and being okay that i have those feelings and um you know kind of soothing them like you would a toddler rather than trying to fight with them helps me feel peace i know that's kind of funny um a little bit different than what you normally think about with peace but that's something that really takes away my peace of mind as that you know attack in the middle of the night and so um, I've been working on that and trying to help you know feel that peace that the Lord offers and that I can offer to myself by just accepting those feelings so
1: and I said, that is really profound and actually I can 100% completely relate I've had that same experience yeah, so um, with learning how to instead of trying to shove away those big emotions that are uncomfortable or those feelings or thoughts about, you know, or distresses, listening to them, acknowledging them. And yeah, I, f- I feel like our, so our emotions are like a newborn baby and they don't know the difference between logic and, you know, ir- rational and irrational thought. They just know they're feeling a certain way. A baby's feeling scared. A baby's feeling abandoned. A baby's feeling hungry. That's all a baby knows. A baby doesn't know any different. So when a baby's crying, we don't go, stop it. I'm going to feed you in two minutes. Just stop crying, calm down. I mean, maybe we do if we're losing it. But, <laughs> but like <laughs> we know that a baby doesn't understand when we're telling them to just stop. And it's the same with our own emotions. We can't just say, Oh, you're being ridiculous. Like you're over oh, you're being over dramatic, or stop, stop telling yourself those thoughts. The only way to really resolve those emotions is to listen to them and soothe them just like you would a newborn and acknowledge them and say, Hey, look, I hear. I hear you. You could do this, you know. We we need to do this to ourselves. I I hear my own thoughts. I hear you. I hear your needs. I hear your stresses. I hear your emotions. I am listening. I understand. It's okay to feel those big emotions right now. And so I think that's really profound. Um, That definitely helps me to like allow myself to just sit with those unwanted feelings instead of fight them. In fact, I've I've had some severe, severe episodes of anxiety and detachment from my emotions and I had to learn the hard way to connect to those feelings and and not be afraid to, to feel those really big feelings or hard feelings or frustrating or distressing feelings. So I think that is really, really profound and wise. So thank you for Thank you for sharing that, Janessa. And that, I know that was a really vulnerable thing to do, but I think we need to hear that and be reminded. I need to be reminded of that. So thank you.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, Rachel, what's on your heart? And sorry, as I just have to put a little word in there as we're talking about this, I'm looking at Rachel holding her newborn baby. Uh,
3: She's <laughs> on my heart. <laughs> so cute. Um, the, the phrase that came to me was peace like a river. Um, for me, rivers are my peaceful place. I love to go sit by them. I love to like let them teach me symbolic things about life. And some of the things that came were like, I feel pretty stuck in my life right now. I feel pretty just stuck in so many ways and not really knowing where, where to go or what to do. I just feel kind of very stuck. So this was a good reminder to me to let let the peace like a river, let it flow, let everything flow, realize that it's constant. It's going to keep flowing. Um, It goes over rocks and boulders and it, like the water just is so peaceful to me just to remember that, to let it flow and to let it keep going and that I don't need to stop it. I can just let that peace come and let it flow. So that was basically the message for me.
1: I love that imagery. That's beautiful. I'm going to definitely be picturing that as I'm trying to hone in to the feeling of peace. That's awesome. Thanks
3: Rachel. Beautiful energy that comes from water and flowing water. I
1: agree. Okay, I need to go on a nature hike and I need to be near water. And I
3: need to sit by a river. So that's my next mission. Maybe put my
1: feet in the water. That would be good for me. <laughs> the
0: water fountain works too. <laughs> <There
1: you go. laughs>
3: the shower even works, you know.
1: Yeah, That's true. There's something <laughs> about being outside though, under the blue sky too, and then, oh uh, yeah, I need that. Okay, thanks and for the sound food. of it and everything.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: nice. Okay, I'm gonna pull up a water meditation tonight. Now, all of a <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get my piece tonight. <laughs> okay, Anna Maria, what was on your heart? Let's
3: see so um, I just need to think of how to start this because there's like so many dy- it's dynamic and so basically patience has come up a lot in my my mind and when I'm talking to a friend she she'll say the word patience and I don't know if I love that word it's not one of my favorite but I need to learn more about what patience is and what it means. But I do know that it's tied to peace. Um, Recently, I learned that um, before, for many, many months now, I've been feeling like, does Heavenly Father really care about my desires and wants and wishes? Does he really care? There's billions and trillions of people. You know, I don't know. I mean, I care about my wishes and wants and I have my dreams and goals and I'll try to pursue them. And then, so I was really feeling like everything, I've, every little path I've tried to go down, I felt like there's a door closing. But recently, I was given the understanding from the Spirit that those weren't doors that were closing. Um, not at all. They were, it was Heavenly Father guiding me. Down a path that would point to my deepest desires and wishes. And when that knowledge came, I had gratitude. And that gratitude brought peace. And so, and how does that tie to patience? Is just trusting, like Shirley was saying, and and knowing that Heavenly Father does want to have our deepest desires and our deepest wishes and dreams and wants and that we do need to turn to him so that we can be filled with that light and as we're filled with that light the peace comes and um, I think that peace for me leads to patience I it's really hard for me to have patience and then peace Mm -hmm. so I that's what I've been learning and understanding, and um, I just wrote this down. I said I can have patience and peace at the
1: same time as I turn to the light of Christ. Okay. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: that is really cool. That goes right in line with what what I was thinking about, Anna Maria. Oh, cool. um, mm-hmm. There's actually a scripture, and I've shared it. I shared it just a little bit ago that I read and um the lord promised patience and um you're talking you're touching on all of these points mm-hmm. that are exactly the scripture that stood out to me mm-hmm. and the, the people I mentioned this before but I just love it the imagery that came to my mind these people so i've dealt with postpartum depression a pretty severe episodes i have had episode where i had both postpartum anxiety and depression um mm-hmm. pretty severely And, um, I'm expecting, and so, um, emotions have been coming up of, well, what if I got postpartum depression again? Or, you know, what if I had that experience again? And I was reading the scripture and it said that the people in the scriptures were depressed. And it specifically said that word, which of course jumped out to me. Um, and They were about to turn back and, 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 you know, give up give up doing this thing that seemed so hard. They were asked to do something that seemed impossible. They were asked to go visit people who didn't want them to be alive, essentially, and say that they were going to turn back and they were going to just, you know, not do this. They had kind of lost hope. They were depressed about it. And the Lord gave them comfort and he promised them patience. And he promised that he would be there with them and provide his light and, um, and, and therefore his strength. And, and, and I read that um, just yesterday and that was really neat to me. And I thought, you know, why can't the Lord promise me that same thing? He didn't promise to take away their afflictions. In mm-hmm. fact, I specifically said he promised them those things in their afflictions. And, and that then they would be able to share that light that Christ gives them through that trial and experience, then they would be able to turn around and share that with others. And then I fast forwarded about six chapters today while I was reading scriptures with my family coincidentally. And right there, the the verse I read was heavenly was the these people experience, now they're now they've gone and they've followed what the Lord asked them to do. And now they're experiencing this trial and they have rocks being thrown at them and they're being, you know, just horribly treated and it's this you know just an unimaginable burden that is being placed upon him and yet they were given that promise they were given patience and they were filled with the light of Christ and they were able to endure those trials and I just I love that so much because he doesn't always take away our burdens but he helps us um he helps us to have patience and to see um to have peace even amidst such trials and suffering. I used to
3: think oh sorry, go ahead.
1: No, go ahead. I'm about I was gonna move into my little thought that but you can share I used to think that
3: patience was something I had to develop, that I practice it little by little I'll get better with it. And the way it works for me, like it probably works differently for different personalities and different types of people, but For me, patience is a gift because, no, naturally, I, well, I have patience, but I believe it's a gift, and that gift of patience comes as you turn to the light, and as you feel that light and allow it to fill your heart and soul, then that peace comes, and because of that peace, the gift of patience is there. I love that. So yeah. that's how it works that's for me, and I I need to hold on to that right now in my life.
1: That's really cool. So one of the things um, that came, so what I wrote down was peace comes in following my heart, turning to my higher self, my truest and most ultimate desires and needs. And I feel that my higher self and my truest and most ultimate desires and needs I have always been made um, clear to me through turning to the mm. light of Christ. Mm-hmm. It's always made clear to me. And, and as I can, I've continually, it, it's a line upon line, precept upon precept process. It has been for me of understanding what my deepest and ultimate desires are understanding my life mission and, and my individual purpose here on, on earth. And that, That really helps me um, to find peace. Uh, Sometimes I get distracted thinking that there are things I want, but it's really not what I want deep inside of myself. And then that can distract from the peace that I I feel. And so just being really connected to that higher desire to Heavenly Father, to my higher purpose as a mother, um, to... Being for me, being a disciple of Jesus Christ, and I'm um, centering my life on Him. I, I mean, it always brings peace to my life to to recenter and remember essentially who I am. Mm-hmm. Does oh, anyone me
3: so much? Thank you, guys. This is a beautiful
1: discussion. Yeah. Does anyone else have any last thoughts to wrap it up that they feel an, inclined to share? Janessa, you're on mute.
0: Sorry about that. (laughs) I wanted to hear more about the manifest from Shirley, what she was talking about. I, I didn't get to make it last time. And I think you guys talked a little bit about it, but I wanted to hear what you were thinking about with your
2: manifest. Um, Okay. Yeah. I was kind of thinking maybe I had to share a little more too. Well, I I feel like it's kind of a follow up to our last um, discussion where we were talking about the power of choice and how a lot of us were feeling very limited with our choices and options and just feeling very stuck because of that, because of the state of our world right now with this pandemic and everything and feeling limited by maybe even feeling controlled by, by fear by all of those fears that are cropping up Um, but one night in my prayers I just started thinking about what I really wanted my higher desires for the next day so just kind of like laying out a little plan for the day like not super specific maybe more like about individuals in my family well you know what does I what what do I desire the most for that child What do I I desire the most for me that I want to accomplish tomorrow? And and so in my conversation with God, I'm coming up with these, right? And who was it who said, like, when I'm in the light of Christ, then I know what my desires are. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, like through prayer, I'm able to actually really get in touch with those, the deepest desires. And, um, yeah, so I I did that one night. And then the next day, I, I think I kind of forgot. (laughs) <laughs> right went to sleep woke up okay learn about my day and then things yeah. started happening and I was like oh yeah oh my goodness I, I knew how to do this before then pandemic hit and all these fears came in and I just forgot I stopped doing that on a regular basis because I was just so overcome by all the fears and what do I do and I can't do this I'm like no Heavenly Father wants to bless me Heavenly Father wants me to be happy in my life, no matter what is going on in the world, because I can't control that. Like, but I still have control over the things in my own life and within, you know, whatever limits are there are. And fear never goes away. Even when we ask in prayer for things, the fear is still there, but, but the difference is we're trusting God and we exercise courage in the face of fear to do the things we know we need to do in our lives and God will help us. So we just have to trust. We cannot control the outcome, but we can trust in God as we ask for God's help. So, and you know, for me, it's just like little things like, Oh, a friend came over to play with my child. She's been so lonely for like a week. And, they came with a mask on. That's the one thing, the boundary that we've asked for the neighborhood kids is to just bring a mask so you can come inside the house and we'll wear masks together and you can play video games, you can play with toys, whatever. And it was just like, you know, every time I've seen a kid show up at the door with a mask, I'm like, thank you, Heavenly Father, you know. So just something super simple like that. Um, has just been like, oh, yes, Heavenly Father is acting in my life. I'm starting to move my ship again so he can start steering it. So it, so it's just simple things like that. And, and you know, some, t- some days I've been better at it than others. Um, but, yeah, when I, when there have been days where I've really felt, like, desperate, like, okay, I need to take the time and have this prayer with God and really lay it out, like, this is what I really want.
3: I think that's the place I felt stuck. It's not flowing in that way, Shirley, where I'm like manifesting my desires and I'm seeing them come forward, even in the small, simplest ways, like you're talking about the daily things. I feel like that's come to a halt for me too. And it is based in fear. So thank you for reminding me that I have ability to choose, to ask, to trust, and to
2: watch (laughs) God's hand in my life. So. Because right, and you don't have to control all of that. Like, just have yes. peace and let it come as you go, as you take that step forward. I'm trying yeah. to control too many things. That's
1: exactly what's happening. <laughs> something that I've found helpful for me in in relation to manifesting or in finding that peace through trusting is almost, is saying thankful for something to come at yes. present. Yeah. Like. Heavenly Father, I'm thankful, you know, I'm so thankful that Heavenly Father is helping me to um, find solutions for my health or I'm helping and trusting that he is, because why wouldn't he be? Right. He's yeah. always willing yeah. to help. I just read a scripture tonight that said in as much as, ye, as you trust and have as, you, as much as you put your trust and Heavenly Father and the Lord is as much as he is willing to help you, as much as he will help you. So he's willing to help us infinitely. It's all dependent on us and our putting our trust in him. And so I love that today. And I love those thoughts that you shared, Shirley and Rachel. That's really cool. But that's beneficial to you. And I think that this is why we do this. So we can remind ourselves and remind each other of the power of of our thoughts and prayer and how willing and, and just remind ourselves of these little nuggets that will help us. This is why we're sharing our hearts because we need the collective wisdom of of women. We've said this so many times and I don't think we can say it too many times
3: mm-hmm.
1: and we're seeing it right here. I'm super thankful for all of your guys' thoughts and inspirations you've shared. I'm definitely going to be keeping these little nuggets with me tonight um, and throughout the week and reflecting on them and using them to, to guide me and, and my day-to-day life and finding peace. So thank you all so much. Um, thank you for those of you who are listening. Please join our Mother Heart Circle Facebook group and share um, your comments about this um, discussion. Share what's on your heart. We'd love to hear what's on your heart. We'd love to hear your thoughts and um, unite in our collective wisdom.
3: So thank you. Thank you so much for joining
2: our Mother Heart Circle. Please send us your thoughts, inspiration, experiences, and stories. Your voice is important. Your wisdom and your hearts are needed. We believe in you.
3: We love you. And thank you for being you.